Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening, welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, I'm Chris. Uh, with me, I've got Ryan. Ryan, how are you? Ha- Hello, I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, very well, thank you very much. You had a busy week? Uh, I've been off work. I've been scrounging all week, so, you know. Scrounging? Um, well, scrounging? I don't know. I've not really been doing anything. Just lots of sort of errands. You know, the list of things that I get given to do at the start of the week. and stuff. These must be accomplished by the time I get back. Oh, so yeah. it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, those. Did you get your A-level results today? A-level results? (laughs) What? Uh, All of these have been popping up on my memories on Facebook. Oh, have they? Yeah. So it's it's all been, you know, six years ago today. Or something ridiculous like that. Yeah? Yeah. It's not been fun. (laughs) Brings back a lot of bad memories. Oh, does it? Really? I won't ask what you got then. Oh. So how are you getting on with your errands? Um... Not too bad, actually. Um, I've, I've got a couple of more DIY things to do tomorrow. That's not, what we've got to but, do. Uh, I've got to put some shelves and, and and a picture frame. So all the usual sort of, you're off work, you can do these sort of things. That's not good. Eh, it's all right. It'll do. I'm 39 years old. I've never put a shelf up in my life. <laughs> I only started when I moved into my own house. And then it was like... Wait, what do I do? What's this drill thing people keep telling me about? Yeah. Trick is to do it terribly the first few times and then they give up on you and do it themselves. See, I tried that, but then it was just like, do it again. <laughs> you have to learn from your mistakes. Yeah, exactly. That's no good. <laughs> uh, right, within and amongst all that then, have you seen any football this week? I uh, watched the Chelsea game on Monday night and that's that's about it. That's about it, is it? Okay, well, yeah. between... Uh, between you watching Chelsea West Ham and me watching 20 minutes of Porto Roma we got it all covered exactly I mean 20 minutes is more than enough I anyway so. I think so Yeah, I managed to see Thomas Vermaelen get sent off That that's enough for, for any game really yeah, that was it drops Mike and leaves after that <laughs> uh, so Chelsea 2 um, West Ham 1 it was 1-1 for quite some time wasn't it Chelsea took the lead didn't they yes in this one um, yeah. Who scored the first goal? It was a penalty, wasn't it? Eden Hazard. Yeah, very good penalty as well. Yeah, perceived, very, very wisdom, perceived wisdom seemed to be it was a penalty. Paul Mikel Antonio being played out of position at right back. Um, well, he's, and... he's loving life, apparently. You know, he keeps making all these comments that he doesn't want to play there. And I... Bilic seems pretty happy just to keep playing him there. I don't blame him. Oh, no, absolutely. It's not, it's not the best thing. You want to be a winger? Okay, we'll seat you at left back. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's not not really going to work, is it? Yeah, and I don't particularly think Slavin Bilic was looking at my fantasy team when he did this as well, because I've picked Antonio. Uh, see, that, maybe he did. Maybe he just went on like you know the Premier League website and said, who is the most picked players? I'll play them out of position. Yes. And, he, and he'll drop Payet as well, because that would have that would have <laughs> raised some people's backs, wouldn't it? Yeah, we, we did, I, did, um, I did say a few cheeky things about him and Lauren Blanc during the Euro, so maybe he read that. Maybe. <laughs> but Chelsea pretty dominant in this. They had 62% possession and 16 shots compared to West Ham's 7. Um, people thought West Ham were going to push on this season. Were they, were they a but, bit it, met or were Chelsea really good? Um, I think a bit of both. Chelsea, I think Kante's influence in midfield sort of gave the possession that, you know, we, we could gain possession through that sort of channel, um, which we didn't have last season. West Ham were also quite poor as well. Um, they, they, they really couldn't connect with anything. Um, I think that's the only way, the way they scored. Obviously, was from the corner and a bit of a weird sort of ball bouncing around corner at that. Um, but they, they didn't really threaten massively any other way. No, um, Hazard back to his best was he? I think so. He, he, he was showing that at the end of the last season at the Euros. He was obviously quite his usual sort of annoying self. 
Um, but I think defenders probably don't want to see this sight of him, really. Oh, annoying in a good way. Yeah, yeah. As a Chelsea fan, annoying, but it's also annoying for the other fans to watch because <laughs> he's just. And then he said, "I watched the analysis afterwards, and you know they're saying he strolled around after the sort of fiftieth minute mark. He got his goal. Um, but he he played well. I think he's back to his best. He just needs to add a few more goals to his sort of resume this season. Oh, so they were being a bit mean about him, were they? A little bit. They said he played really well in the first half, and then second half he, he sort of just started." Strolling around and sort of walk, walking pace almost. Oh right, okay. Um, he was sub, wasn't he? Yeah, I think. Uh, I can't, was it Moses? I think it was Moses that came on for him. Um, it Moses. Was it? Yeah, I think so. He still exists, does he? He does. Believe it or not. Yeah, and Conte, I think, likes him quite a bit. Actually, he's very direct. I think that's why. Oh really? Um. Yeah. The someone to actually try and attack players rather than... There's been a problem at Chelsea for the past couple of years, and I don't know if that's Mourinho or just years and years of sort of practice, but it's getting a good position. I'll pass it back to Ivanovic or something to that, or Mikel or someone like that. And I think he Conte wants someone that's going to attack players and sort of get past them and beat them on the ball. Yeah, you think he's sort of had his flair drilled out of him by Mourinho? Yes. Yeah. Um, Diego Costa. I woke up and saw lots of headlines about on Tuesday morning. Only because he scored a goal, right? Costa uh, wouldn't do anything controversial. Well, he apparently is the first person to be booked under the new you're not allowed to talk to the referees rule. Yeah. Uh, what did he do there? It was sort of, it, classic. He walked up to the referee and sort of grabbed at him, grabbed at him a little bit, which he, he said, well, I'm now, I'm now aware of the rules. Well, he wasn't so, beforehand. Yeah, almost after the fact. Someone probably tried to tell Costa the rules, and he probably just looked at them and they thought, actually, I'll tell him later when he's in a better no, mood. But Costa's never in a better mood. Don't try and make out that Diego Costa's a hard man. <laughs> if Jordan Henderson can scare him off. Oh, yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> Anyone can. <laughs> um, so he did that, and then he had a quiet game after that? No, we all, we all know that he's... um. Not the best boy in the in the land. He um, usually plays quite well, and then when he's playing well, he decides to do something that's going to annoy a lot of the opposition fans and just general fans anyway, because he plays so well, and then he does something so stupid and gets away with it, which is even the the, the worst part. Do you think that's what really winds people up? Not the fact he did it, the fact he got away with it. This is his scraping of his of his feet down Adrian's shins, is it? Yeah, um, he sort of just uh, t- so watching it back. Th- there's no real need for him to slide in on Adrian in the first place, and even if you do, you you don't commit fully. But he sort of just went studs first, yeah, as he would do strikers tackle. They'd call it, wouldn't they? Full blooded, yeah, yeah. And then his winner. I mean, I've seen the winner. That was a little knocked down by uh, Batsh. How do you pronounce his Batshuayi. name? Batshuayi. Um I kind of think the West Ham defence could have done better with that Costa shot. Do you? Uh, I think Collins could have closed him down, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that That's the thing, he sort of backed off a little bit and gave Costa the time to turn because the knockdown was good and Costa did well with it, but he, he had so much time to sort of take the ball down, take a couple of touches, set himself and then drill it across across the goal. But it didn't even seem to be a particularly powerful shot, did it? It did. It looked like a bit of a P-roller, really. Mm. Um, you know, considering, say... Ibra's goal at the weekend and yeah it's, it's just Collins probably could have just got out the blocks a bit faster and could have blocked the shot but he, he went over with his legs open and um, got necked <laughs> that could be a very taken out of context couldn't <laughs> <I say? laughs> Do you know, there's loads of football phrases that could I did giggle at Mark once when he said that somebody had come from behind <laughs> <laughs> very childishly <laughs> um, well it's a uh, Small quiet affair on Saturday. Watford have got Chelsea. Um, Conte versus Matsari. Conte made himself popular with the Chelsea. Either made himself popular spontaneously with the Chelsea fans by celebrating them, or that was a very cynical pre-planned celebration. I, I wouldn't call it cynical. I, I'd like to be optimistic and think that he was so taken away with the moment that he just went nuts and, and went with the fans because they were cheering as well. But who knows with Chelsea Football Club, honestly. <laughs> Someone could have said in his ears, like, if we score a winner in the 89th minute, what you've got to do is go over and hug one of the fans. Yeah, exactly. Lots of grown men trying to hug him, weren't they? Grown-up human being men. Trying yeah. To, yeah, that's a bit... He looks, he looks like a good hugger, though. He doesn't. He looks like... Do you know what? He looks like something like The Godfather. 
it, to be honest, but you'd have to hug him because, you know, I think if you want to get on his bad side, that's true. You might end up sleeping with the fishes. You might end up with Costa's head in your bed or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, do you reckon he does a better, do you reckon he does the best hug in the Premier League? I think it's got to be Klopp. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah? But when he's picked his glasses back up. <laughs> Sean Dyche? No. No. No? No, he just sort of gravelly breathe in your ear and you'd think no I can't do this it'd throw you on the ground and sort of stamp on your head wouldn't it <laughs> that's almost what Alan Party would do <laughs> you try and hug him and he just headbutt you yeah well yeah Chelsea next they've got Watford with Walter Mazzari I think there's a bit of history between um, Mazzari and uh, Conte from the Napoli um, Juventus days so that could be a little bit spicy um, they drew last season didn't they both at Watford and at Chelsea do you remember that was the um uh, that was the draw, wasn't it? When two two, when Troy Deeney scored the penalty. Yes. Um, Watford started all right the other day, didn't they? How do you reckon they're going to get on this time? Tough one. Um, uh, but as being a sort of Chelsea fan, uh, I'm going into every game quietly optimistic. Yeah. Um, but with how bad last season was, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Um, we're not really going to sign a striker in the next two days, de- a defender in the next two days. So that's. Watford, I don't think would be that dangerous, but we're going to get to that point soon where there's going to be teams that are very, very dangerous. Um, Watford could be a test. I mean, we drew both times last season, as you said, and that's sort of quite a difficult thing to get around. Sort of that mentality of breaking that down. We need to get into that habit of beating defences and teams that are quite stubborn. You're still in the sort of... um oh gosh we've gone and scored against them that's the worst thing we could have possibly done mentality yeah I've been ruined by Mourinho pretty much I don't think you're alone you and one matter are sort of getting some support group together yeah I mean matter's probably sitting there going I keep scoring goals and I still fear for my job <laughs> um, well West Ham are at home in the Harry Redknapp Rio Fernand derby aren't they to Bournemouth yeah this is the first game at their free stadium their free stadium, yeah. Yeah. This would be a moment for all Londoners to rejoice in, won't it, as soon as they pay for it? <laughs> well, yeah, they'll probably be... Oh, do you think they get free tickets? You, you help pay for it this week, so, you know... Oh, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? It's a generous that, thing to do. That would be good. I mean, they've got a lot of seats. I can't imagine West Ham filling it. No. But I, it... Su- I suppose they they will. It'd be interesting to see the first game whether it actually is a sellout or not. Oh, I bet it's one of these ones. This is like at the Emirates, isn't it? Where often it's not a sellout, but they say it is. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bournemouth, what they they lost last week to Manchester United, didn't they? I think personally, I think a little bit because West Ham have lost Andre Ayew, haven't they, for four months? Yes. Um, which isn't great. Um, they're about two, three players away from properly challenging, aren't they? I think. I think so. It, it depends. If you get someone on sort of Payet's level in a couple of other positions, then you've definitely got something there. Carlos so Backer, ju- they keep being linked with, don't they? It'd be a very, very good signing. And then we, they obviously definitely need something now that AU's out um, for so long. You'd think they're going to dip back into the market and, and reinforce. But you, no offence to Andy Carroll, but you can't continue with Andy Carroll as your front man. No, and you can't also be relying on James Collins as a central defender either. No, as proven against Chelsea. Apart exactly. from, he, he scored, but you know the, the defensive part of it wasn't the best. No, no, indeed not. Um, I'm going to go. Well, this was last season. This was the one that Bournemouth won, doesn't it? It was four three or something, wasn't it? West Ham had a player sent off, and they very nearly equalised, didn't they? Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting one. Uh, I'd like to think that. West Ham are going to do the thing that they did last season where instead of doing the whole it's the last time we'll play Bournemouth in the stadium, it'll oh, be this yeah. is the first game against Bournemouth in our new stadium. Yes. So maybe it'll be like that. Instead of a farewell tour it's a like a greetings tour. Maybe. A hello. What's the, well, yes. A, a hello tour. Yeah. Well, no, it can't be a tour, can it, if you're playing the same place? Uh, no, of course. So what does that make it then? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Should we talk about Manchester City instead? Go on, man. They beat Stalbuk Arrest 5 0, didn't they? Um, Sergio Aguero got a hat trick and missed two penalties. He's not very reliable on penalties, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. Do you know what? A lot of big players aren't. Messi keeps missing penalties as well, doesn't he? 
Yeah, he's to be honest with Messi, it's probably something to do with his what he did to his hair. Could be it's probably seeping into his brain, maybe. That's a horrible thought. Well, I'm I'm a Ronaldo fan rather than a Messi fan. Oh, so maybe yes, yes. Well, I'm not. It's not like you have to be one or the other, but I do find. Ronaldo I think you do with a lot of, with a lot of people. Like, you apparently have to. You've, if someone's someone always ends up saying to you, like, Ronaldo or Messi, it can't be both. I was like, yeah, but they're both great players. But no, it has to be one or the other. No, do you know what? Playing wise, it's I don't know. I am a little bit more Ronaldo because I find him far more interesting as a personality, and that's reflected far more in his play on the pitch as well. Yeah, I absolutely. think so. God, yeah, we'll, we'll stick up for Ronaldo, shall we? He gets yeah. a lot of bad press. Yeah. Um, anyway, Manchester City. Um, they won 5 0, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, played very, very well. They did play very, very well, didn't they? Particularly after Saturday, which they kind of won, but, you know, there were still lots of sort of question marks there. Um, and Manchester City went with um, Caballero in goal again. He doesn't like Hart, does he? He's clearly been listening to this podcast. Yes, he has, hasn't he? He's been following Alex and yours advice. Yeah, he's probably thinking, you know what, these two are right about this Joe Hark fella. Do you think? Well, to be honest, he probably watched the Euros and thought, I can't do that to my team. Because uh, I thought uh, Hart had a stinker at the Euros. I thought he did as well. I mean, the, the thing to think about is this as well. So he's got Caballero in goal at the moment. He's obviously not wanting to play Joe Hart, so does he bring somebody else in to make Joe Hart to, to make Caballero number two and a new goalkeeper number one, uh, which means Joe Hart leaves and Richard Wright has seen off Joe Hart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that? It, it's interesting. I don't know where Joe Hart would go. I don't. There was a rumour that he would go to Everton, maybe. Everton um, and Seville and Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd, Liverpool have got about a billion goalkeepers now, though, haven't they? Oh, we've always had a billion goalkeepers. It's yeah. standard. And none of the first choices ever wear number one, which is very <laughs> Um Yeah, it's very difficult because he's, he's obviously not playing for free at Manchester City. No, and you'd think he's not going to be at one of your number two. Um, so you think he's got to be going in the next two weeks. Yeah. But again, Everton, would that feel like a bit of a step down? No offence to Everton, but to, for a player like him, is that a bit of a, a step down? I'm not sure. I would have thought it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's not even got European football there. Well, he wouldn't at Liverpool, yeah. but... Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like he can go to a top four team and waltz his way in. No. It's not like it, the England team at the minute and waltz his way in, thanks to Jack. Uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um... I think they're pretty much safely through, aren't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't see some dramatic comeback? No, I don't, I don't think Bucharest have got five goals in them. Well, they got their derby at the weekend as well. They got um, Stau versus Dinamo at the weekend. So it's not even like they can rest any players? No, exactly. They've got to go for it full. Well, Pep's got a little baptism of fire as well. They've got um, Stoke away. Who started with that rather splendid draw, didn't they, at Middlesbrough? I know you could say it's only Middlesbrough, but they look pretty good team. And it was a lovely free kick by Shakiri. Yeah, Shakiri's a very, very good player. Yeah, I mean, it was an unusual sort of free kick. The way it sort of curled, wasn't it? It wasn't a sort of orthodox free kick, but he took it beautifully. Yeah. Um, last season we would have been umming and ahhing a little bit, wouldn't we, as to who was winning this one? Can you see it a bit more definitively one way or the other? Uh, I've always liked Stoke. I think they're a really good sort of regimented side. Um, they'll definitely frustrate Manchester City. Yeah. Uh, it, I suppose it depends how Pep wants to line line Man City up. They obviously are coming off that very strong win midweek, so they're going to have the confidence. It's whether the players can turn it on. Because I thought the weekend they sort of didn't look at their usual at the races selves. City. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's that it's difficult again with Stoke, the type of team they are, whether Man City will find it difficult to sort of you know, break them down and the, at the Britannia where it's quite sort of closed in, it, it might be difficult for some of those players to cope with. Yeah, well, this is the early game, isn't it, on um, on Saturday? But um, Stoke won this, didn't they? They won this two 0 on back in December. Yes, they did. Yeah. See, these are the games where you've kind of got to think, does 
the Premier League is a little bit different maybe to somewhere where he's been a bit more used to parading it around with Bayern Munich these are the I fixtures think, where it's a bit more competitive for him yeah I think that's the thing he's going to every other league is sort of you've got your top few teams and then that's it whereas the Premier League especially over the past couple of years has become this every game is a battle yeah that there's no easy game in the Premier League and it's going to be very difficult for him to adapt to that yeah definitely um, what are the results in the Champions League? Um, Russia Munchen Gladbach won 3 1 away at Young Boys of Bern, so you'd kind of think they're possibly through. Ajax only got a home draw against FC Rostov, so that's, that away leg's going to be a little difficult for them. Um, yeah. Just sort of waddle our way through. Um, <laughs> Wednesday we had uh, Villarreal 1 Monaco 2, so an away win for Monaco, so you'd kind of think about them being favourites for the return leg. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I suppose. Mm. Dundalk lost 2-0 at home to Legia Warsaw, which is a shame. Um, Porto drew 1-1 with Roma. I saw this. This was quite good fun. Uh, Thomas Vermaelen got sent off. He was already on a yellow card and the ball got played over the top. And he went to do that thing. You know, it's not quite a bicycle kick, but you try to sort of kick the ball back over your head as you're defending. Oh, yeah. And he missed and kicked the attacker in the chest. That's just sort of. I can just imagine Thomas Marlon doing that type of thing as well. And then he gets up and pleads his innocence, which is even better. Um, oh, that's 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 even more standard sort of, football you know, fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he got sent off. Roma. Um, I think Roma winning at this point, and then Porto missed a couple of chances before they eventually got a goal back through a really really dodgy penalty. Um, the ball came in from a set piece and. It was headed against a Roma player. I think it was Emerson who was turning away. And it kind of hit his elbow as he was turning away from point-blank range. Felt very sorry for him. But they scored the penalty. And then they didn't really do anything after that, Porto. They just sort of... They didn't really attack. Spalletti was doing his nut on the sideline. Um, Francesco Totti didn't manage to get on. And the Porto manager just sort of stood with his hands in his pockets, shrugging, unable to break down these ten men. Um, And then we also had Celtic 5... Halfwell at the Bear, Beer, Shever 2. Um, Celtic 3 0 up in this, weren't they? And then Halfwell got a couple of goals back. It looked decidedly iffy for a while before Moussa Dembele got a uh, fourth and Scott Brown got a fifth. Everyone's happy when Scott Brown scores, aren't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's in no way a complete and utter wrong <laughs> Um You kind of think they're through. But this is Celtic, so you never know. And it's Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, well, I was going to say, not only is it Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> they got a funny old away leg next week. This is pretty much on the Egyptian border, not far from Yeah, it. exactly. So, you know, you don't, you, you never know, do you? I, th- I think if they haven't got that last goal, that last Scott Brown goal at the end, 4-2 looks a little bit iffy. I think they're a bit more, a bit more breathing space for them now. Yeah, they're quite comfortable at this point, aren't they, you'd think? Yeah, I, I yeah. But even though I'm still sort of, I mean, <laughs> Um, some results in the Championship this week. Newcastle got their first points of the season. They beat Yapstam's Reading 4-1. Um, That's a good result for them. Yeah, Yapstam, who maybe mm. could still get in his Reading team by the looks of it. Well, probably. I mean, he, he should just sub himself on at one point. Register himself, sub himself on. He couldn't do any worse, could he? No, he'd, but he'd probably just scare everyone away from him, really. Someone's probably running at him and they're just thinking, nope, I'm going to pass it away. He'd scare me. One of my favourite football clips ever is... Um, uh, even Zamorano backing into Yapstam and Yapstam just standing forwards and pushing away with his chest and sledging him <laughs> in his ear. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, two of those goals came in the last minute though. Dwight Gale scored in the 88th and 89th minute, so a bit of a flattering scoreline. But I think Newcastle would take it any which way they could. Although Reading got 58% possession. See, possession doesn't mean anything anymore. It used to sort of mean. Yeah, I say that. You as can in, tell yeah. the result, but possession these days is just. You know, everyone always says, well, this this team got 70% possession here, but they couldn't score. Well, if possession used to be nine-tenths of the law, in this post-Leicester City world of um, uh, winning the Premier League with no possession, what tenths of the law is it now? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Make a number up. Five, there you go. There you go, five-tenths possession. That sounds good. That's how scientifically thought out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, QPR's good run came to an end when they lost 3-2 at Barnsley um, Cardiff Blackburn did you see this I didn't oh Shane Duffy have you heard about Shane Duffy I saw I've seen a couple of things about it actually is he scored some own goals scored, is that what I've seen scored own goal on Saturday deleted 
uh, or oh, scored an goal on Saturday um, in a game which Blackburn lost. Um, rejected a contract earlier on in the week, contract offer earlier on in the week. Deleted his Twitter account. Uh, scored two own goals and got sent off. How does that? How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Two own goals were they, were they conclusive own goals? Was did he just sort of take the ball walking walking to the box and just beat the keeper? Or I don't know. But this is almost Jonathan Woodgate esque, isn't it? It's, that's a, this is a movie waiting to happen. Are we going? Oh, right. Is the end of this movie going to be in May? As he lifts the FA Cup or something? Something like that. You can imagine it's all going to turn around for him. That's it. Yeah. Like instead of any given Sunday, this is something any given Saturday afternoon or something. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Villa scored. And speaking of comedic things, did you see the Huddersfield equaliser? I didn't. Um, ball again. Ball, ball played over the top. Uh, defender leads it to the goalkeeper who realizes a bit too late. Comes running out. Uh, kicks the ball straight at the Huddersfield uh, attacker about 25-30 yards out he just sticks his boot out and it trundles into the empty net <laughs> um, they got a draw there so they got a point there Brighton 3 Rotherham 1 they won I think that's 9 points now for, uh, for Rotherham uh, Burton got their first win in the championship they beat Laura's Sheffield Wednesday 3-1 uh, Norwich 1 they beat Bristol City 1-0 and Derby beat Preston 1-0 so who you'd expect to win are kind of starting to win. Yeah. It looks pretty much. Uh, right, we'll go back to the Premier League then. Yeah, back to familiar ground. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll walk you through this. Uh, there's a game tomorrow night. Well, I say tomorrow night. We're recording this on Thursday if you listen to this at a different time. It could be tonight or it could be yesterday. Um, Manchester United versus Southampton. And Mourinho wants to hear from the familiar roar of the very famous and well-renowned Old Trafford crowd. He he, he likes saying stupid stuff, doesn't he? He certainly does. He says the relationship between the team and the fans is key. Yes, Mourinho. There go. Yeah, well, yeah yes. there you go. <laughs> the secret of football has just been answered by Mourinho. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Southampton won last season. Did Charlie Austin scored, didn't he? Yeah, he did. They won one nil. Uh, Paul Pogba could be back. Paul, I didn't realise this. Paul Pogba was suspended on Saturday. Yes, yeah. He, I think he racked up too many yellow cards or something for a game in Serie A. Yes, apparently that carries over, How which I didn't realise would happen. I didn't think that'd count, but I suppose yeah. being in the same like UEFA, maybe it's a it's a suspension that carries across. What do you reckon? Should that happen? Um. It's difficult, really. I suppose if it's like a a suspension that the the league has sort of passed down to someone for bad behaviour, then I suppose it's it's up to the decision of the Premier League whether they want to keep that suspension or not. Mm. Um, if if it's something like a bad behaviour or something, then you've sort of got to stick to it. Or it might be something completely related to the league itself, so it's probably not relevant to hold, uphold it here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe they just wanted us to think, oh, again, a lot of people have probably put Paul Pogba in their fantasy team. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's looking at fantasy teams, that's all it is. Oh, I think so, definitely. That's all the people are really interested in. Um, can we see Southampton repeating history? I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, Southampton very good. What's interesting about the Southampton Manchester United thing is, Southampton managers come out and sort of said very weird timing that Manchester United is linked to Fonte has come out. Mm. He said very fortunate timing that Manchester United are looking at one of our players two days before we play them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of um, sort of weirdness going on there with people sort of leaking stories to try and unsettle people before a big game. Yeah. Um, but it, it's in, I think Southampton have got a good team to be able to do something against United yeah. Uh, but if Paul Pogba starts there's going to be a lot of fanfare about it with Ibrahimovic as well it, it, it's tough to see Manchester United losing at the moment with the new manager the new players and sort of that wave of confidence that they seem to have gotten yeah I seem to think so as well uh, Jose Font they say he's trained all week um, so it looks like that I can't, it's getting a bit late isn't it it's quite, we've, got, we've got 10 days left yeah there's, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of business still to be done, but you think... I don't think there's going to be any too many shocks 
going forward. No. Well, speaking of business, uh, Christian Benteke has gone to Crystal Palace. I bet you're happy about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have driven in there myself. Yeah. For a lot of money as well, which I was yeah, I know, I fairly surprised that. at. Yeah, it's not as if... Uh, it's really weird, because Palace could have quite easily said, um, we know he's been terrible for you, we'll take him off your hands, but we're only going to pay this much. We're- yeah, we're only going to pay 20, 20 million rather than the the rumored thirty two. Have they confirmed a fee or twenty seven? I think twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Crystal Palace must be bonkers in the extreme. Well, they've been putting, they've been throwing money around like madness anyway for for different players. Well, I think they, they just wanted to spend a certain amount of money this summer, and fans were getting a bit sort of. What's Alan Pardew doing? So they're probably just, 30 million for Lacazette. No, all right. 30 million for Batshuayi. Okay, no, all right. What about Benteke? Let's go for him instead. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so I think he was just like, it's just almost like someone's been given £10 pocket money and said, you've got to spend this £10 because if you, if you have any change, I'm going to take it back. So it's almost like thinking, right, I'll spend every penny. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, is he going to be um, available to make his debut against Spurs? I'm not too sure whether he will or not. Don't think so. I, I think it'd be too soon because if he's only arrived today, which is Thursday, I don't think he'll have enough training, and I don't think Pardew is that insane to put him in. You say that? Well, yeah. is he is Alan Pardew, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, Palace won at White Hart Lane in the cup, didn't they? Um, but they lost one nil in the league. Yeah. Uh, how do you reckon they're going to get on? Tottenham are a bit of a, an enigma for me. Uh, I don't. Well, they have I don't actually. I don't actually know about them really in terms of the, they've, they've stayed very under the radar this summer. Um, but they bought is, Janssen, haven't they? Yes, and Wanyama. And Wanyama. I, I don't think those were the parts of the team that they really needed to. To I think they're a very good squad. Uh, the game against Everton was quite interesting because you sort of think. If Tottenham are going to be contenders again, they're going to have to pick up wins where they can. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they get on because Crystal Palace isn't an easy game by any stretch. I just, they're a bit of an unknown quantity for me. Yeah, I mean to be fair as well, Tottenham are on this sticky Premier League run, aren't they? Because they're running their hand towards the end of the season. They had the draws with West Ham, uh, West Ham with West Brom and Chelsea, didn't they? I think yeah. they lost a game as well, didn't they? They lost the well, last game of the season. They lost to ten man Newcastle five one, didn't they? Yeah. So they're in a bit of a rut, aren't they? I mean, I know you could think, well, we won in pre season and stuff, but I don't know. I th- I they need a win pretty quick, and they've got Janssen as help for Harry Kane, but Harry Kane can't go on forever. At some point, he's going to break. He's going to snap in half or something, isn't he? Because he's been playing for far too long. He, can uh, he, he looks like that at the moment. If you if you watch him sort of play, he he looks so sort of. Not dejected, but just exhausted. Yeah, I mean, he could pay for this at the end of his career, couldn't he? Absolutely. I mean, the Euros didn't help him whatsoever. No. Um, I think he probably would have wanted a couple of clubs to sort of be interested in him and and give him a bit of a confidence boost. Um, But that's not really happened. And I think all of Tottenham have sort of just sat there and said, "Yeah, you know, we bottled the end of the last season, so, you know, what are we going to do now? It is a bit odd how nobody's come in for him. Yeah, unless people haven't and the media haven't caught wind of it, but that usually doesn't happen. No, no. Um, yeah, I did find it a little bit. Mind you, being English, he would probably be a squillion pounds or something like that. Oh, absolutely. It'd, it'd cost an absolute fortune. It'd probably be as much as Pogba. Yeah. Exactly. Knowing how the market works. Yeah. Uh, Palace, you reckon they're going to be. They're going to. You think Spurs are going to shade this, do you? I think they'll shade it. Um, again, Palace, it, if they sort of. So since they sold Balassi, uh, it'd be interesting to see how they get on this season. Mm. I think they could struggle. I think Pardew's in, in that period of his club career again where he's, he's done his good bit for the club and uh, now they're going to start falling and everyone's going to start blaming him. Yeah, you could be right. How did they start? They started with a loss, didn't they, to West Brom? Well, yeah, that, was, that, which, that was Tony Pulis coming back, isn't it? Yeah, and that's obviously at home as yeah. well. So I think they could be in for a, a long season. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, Liverpool themselves, they're uh, they're away at Burnley. Burnley had a home game last week as well, didn't they? They lost at home to Swansea 1-0. Um, Mane's injured. Or possibly injured. He's done. He's, he's 
they think something with his shoulder. For. It's a muscle injury in his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've got any muscles in my shoulders. I'm too too far gone and flabby for that, I think. <laughs> I think I'm beyond all that nowadays. I get surprised when I find myself having muscles on Wednesdays after playing football. Hey, and then you just think, oh, yeah. this is nice. Yeah, this is pretty good. I tell you what, I did a pretty good goal last night, actually. It's very good. Go on. Oh, can I talk you through it? Yeah. Well, there's two. One was a poacher special. One was a shot going wide that I stuck my leg out heroically at and it went in. And the other one, I had my back to goal and um, one of their defenders sort of on my sort of case on my back. And Emil Heskey-like, I turned and shot into the back of the net. I was very pleased with that one. Emil Heskey-like. That's not something you want to try and sort of, you know, promote normally. Early Emil Heskey. Uh, okay, so you normally have to put that in. Yeah, earlier when he's still a beast at Leicester and that first season at Liverpool, Emil Heskey. Oh, okay, yeah. Not Emil Heskey at Bolton, Emil Heskey. Okay, that's good to say. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so there's no Mane for Liverpool, but they've still got a plethora of options up front, haven't they? You'd, these are the kind of games where you think Liverpool should do well and then they start pretty badly and they don't create any chances after about 25 minutes and everyone gets on their back and they end up drawing or losing. They have to be different, don't they? Yeah, and I, I think the performance against Arsenal was obviously quite incredible f- up until they started sort of taking their foot off the, the gas, as it were. Um, I think they'll be, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be comfortable enough against Burnley. I think Coutinho's on on a bit of fire at the moment, so he'll he'll carry you through anyway. He started well last season, didn't he? He did. That first goal of the season against Stoke. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw a thing earlier and it was it was two pictures and it was one was uh, two tweets and it was Jordan Henderson sort of saying that Coutinho could be on the same level as Messi and Ronaldo and then it was a quote from Klopp that sort of said Klopp has lost human uh, faith in humanity's intelligence, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. Well, the assumption that Jordan Henderson has intelligence in the first place is probably well, yeah, it's probably something a bit hard. I'd be surprised if he actually knew what he was talking about anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, indeed. Um, <laughs> so what do you reckon then? I'm, I'm going to go for a draw. I, I'm going to go for a slight Liverpool win. Probably like a 2-0 or 1-0. Or yeah, OK, I'll go with that. Um, oh, we've got an animals derby. We've got Swans versus Tigers. Swansea versus Hull. The Hull fans are just dying right now. So anytime they hear Tigers, they just think, "Ah, oh, why do we have to go through this all the time?" Yeah, well, mind you, we've already had a, we've had an animals derby, haven't we? We've got the Eagles versus the Cockerels. Yeah. Um. So that's that. That's, I was quite excited by that. I thought it'd be quite an unusual thing, but it's not, is it? So, I don't know who would win between a swan and a tiger. A tiger? Uh, do you happen to ask that question, or? Well, I know, but the swan's got these sort of aerial. Advantage, isn't it? Yeah, but as soon as it gets close to the tiger, the tiger's just going to kill it. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Unlike this match, I think it'd be tough actually because I think Hull played very, oh, very well. There was a little. I tried to, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I tried go, to carry, go carry on. Hull played very, very well against Leicester because um, I, I watched that game as well, and they played very, very, very well. And Swansea. Also played quite well against Burnley, so it would be quite a tight game, I reckon. Actually, I'm quite. Oh, if they pick up three points, they're they're sort of sitting there thinking, "Oh, we could uh, get our points in early and be you're right, Top managerless." Three. Yeah, well, they they, <laughs> they could be thinking it's Leicester all over again. <laughs> they could be. They might be mistaken. Swansea I find quite interesting because they've the Guidlin's quite a canny, wily manager. They've lost a few players um, and they've lost arguably the heartbeat of their team in Ashley Williams but Lorente's a really canny signing for them absolutely and I think keeping Sigurdsson um, is major for them too yes um, he's a, a massively consistent player he, he doesn't you know like the league alight as, as some of the um, players do but he's one of the consistent performers that will get you an assist will get you in a goal Um so keeping him is almost like another signing. Yeah, I kind of think they do... No, don't say that. That's like saying fourth is a trophy or something. Fourth keep, is a trophy. Keeping, Come on, Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal fans need... Keeping a player is not like signing a new one. <laughs> but their renewed faith and their renewed happiness at the club. 
Oh, don't stop it. Because you know what? I saw a tweet this week from a bloke <laughs> saying that it, that Britain winning all these medals at the Olympics is better than winning than building hospitals because it makes people <laughs> happier. Oh my god! Just you're you're falling into that territory. I'm I'm, I'm falling into that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on quick. Um, well, I, I tell you what, I will say Swansea, I think, do need to sign a solid centre half in the Williams mould. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't think they need to be some fancy foreigner. I think a decent, solid championship centre half in the same sort yeah. of guise as Williams. I think it would be pretty good for them. Yeah, I think you need you need someone that's used to the pace of the English of, of the Premier League anyway. Whether it is a championship player that's sort of getting used to the game, but going straight to a foreign league's not really going to help. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, imagine being a, a, imagine being a West Brom fan and seeing um, Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte all in the Premier League and having Tony Pulis. Some people might really like that. You know, they like the tracksuit look. They like the, the boring football. Do you know what I reckon there is? I don't reckon there's any place that would like that. I think it would be West Brom. Imagine a load of dour brummies. Complaining, so, you know. Can you imagine someone like Klopp being at West Brom? They're doing, but he's a bit too energetic for my liking. Yeah, exactly. I want someone that stands there with a hat on, tells the players what to do, and sits back down. Exactly, Johnny Evans up front. That's what we want to see. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, they got Everton on Saturday. Um, Everton started with that draw, didn't they, against Spurs? West Brom started with that away win at. Um, uh, at Crystal Palace again that was a header from a set piece yeah as yeah. you'd expect what do you reckon for this one Everton need the win uh, I think the draw against Tottenham was good uh, they're, they're strengthening in the right areas losing Stones was obviously massive whether they'll lose anyone else I don't think they will at this point I don't think Lukaku's really going to leave in the last 10 days of the window but I think Kuman needs a good solid win just to start off and sort of say this is where we're looking to be. If they get in a draw here and then it sort of keeps keeps going to different weeks, they could start looking a bit um, in a bit of a bad situation. Yeah, like yeah. last season with Martinez. I think you're right, aren't you? you? You want to start getting points on the board as early as possible if you're a new manager because you want to um, you want to stamp your mark and get the respect to your players, but it makes you feel a whole lot better. It's like a massive monkey off your back, isn't it? Yeah, as I think especially with the with the fans as well, because of the animosity last season, you, you want to show that things have changed. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to just come in and be the draw merchant again. You want to say, this is it, you know, we're going to get win after win and we're going to play well and we're going to look good doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for a... Do you know what, I'm still going to go for a West Brom win, though. Is it going to be through a set piece? I, I, do you know what? I was thinking, every time I looked at this fixture, I thought Solomon Rondon. <laughs> yeah. I think he's one of those players that starts well, a bit like um, Gomez last season. Yeah, it'll fade away for a bit. Probably, yeah, can imagine that. Yeah, what are you going to go for? I think Everton will, will slight. I think they'll slight it. I think they'll get probably a one 0 or a two one, maybe if West Brom do get the set piece goal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Riyad Mahrez is going to be playing at the King Power Stadium on Saturday, but what side is he going to be playing for? Leicester. <laughs> now that's not what the Arsenal fans think. Well, not one Arsenal fan in particular. Or two Arsenal fans in particular, as we were talking about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, what's your what's your one Arsenal fan? One Arsenal fan that I don't know if it was a couple of weeks ago. He bought an Arsenal shirt, so confident that Mar- Mar- Maras was going to sign that he bought an Arsenal shirt with the number twenty six and the words Maras on the back. And and now Maras has signed a new contract with Leicester seemingly turning that into a bit of a mess. Yeah, I mean, it's very presumptive anyway. You might not have worn 26. That That is a bit of a... You might as well just get the name and then a question mark on the back. Yeah. Then you're covered. Yeah. Or if just, they do join. Or just buy an Arsenal shirt and wait. Yeah, and then get it printed afterwards. Maybe that's, you know, that's too much forward thinking that. Well, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the past is littered with things like that. There was the Manchester City fans singing on Sky Sports News when they thought they were going to sign Kaka. Or Kaka, excuse me. Oh, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah, um, there was a Take That fan who got their logo uh, tattooed on her ass, and then they split up a few days later. <laughs> so, you know, the world is littered with presumptuous wallies. Yeah. Um, I saw an Arsenal fan who, uh, he, he, this was a grown-up human being male, 
who got in his car and drove up from London all the way up to Leicester to the King Power Stadium because he had noticed that on the front of the stadium was the sort of big pictures, big sort of murals of the players. Um, there was Casper Schmeichel, Wes Morgan, uh, Jamie Vardy and Okazaki, um, but no Riyad Mahrez. And he took from that that Riyad Mahrez was going to sign for Arsenal. And he went there so far as to knocking on the door of the reception and asking why Riyad Mahrez wasn't there and if it was because he was going to sign for them instead. And they told him to go away because he was on duty with Algeria when um, Riyad Mahrez was on duty with Algeria on the day the photos were taken. There was even a thing for, for Chelsea. There was a couple of Chelsea fans saying that Mahrez was definitely going to sign for Chelsea. Just because he went to, he stayed at the same hotel in London yes. that Conte was at. Everyone's always, oh, they must have had a secret meeting. Maybe they were discussing personal terms. Yes. Yeah, so signing secret. a contract. So secret, they no. meet in a public lobby. Yeah. <laughs> of the Chelsea, of the Chelsea hotel on the back of the ground. It's, it's not really going to work, that is it? <laughs> no. Exactly. People look, do you know what? Certain team fans are embarrassing. Arsenal fans are embarrassing for stuff like this. Your team's embarrassing because you can't make decent banners. Just in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't make decent banners. My team's embarrassing because all that maker's dream Brendan hashtag. Everyone's got their own sort of set of fans. They think, oh my God. You know. You, you, you missed out on Chelsea and then that's the, the plastic flags. Plastic flags. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, you well, missed that one out. Yeah. To be fair, they were foisted upon the fans. Yeah. <laughs> they were laid pre-match, weren't they? Still, though. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, our last game, there's a North East derby on Sunday. Oh, it's going to be... It's going to be good. Do you think? Sunderland versus the Smog Monsters of Middlesbrough. <laughs> this is going to be the most... Te- like, the technically best match of the entire season. Do you not think? Uh, it could David be. Moyes. He, he knows what he's doing with attacking football. Yeah, he's another one that needs a win, isn't he? In the same way we're talking about Ronald Koeman. Absolutely. For the same reasons. Yes. I think so. He, he just needs to get off the ground and be like, look, this isn't Manchester United. Yeah. Not I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry for Defoe, him. Defoe's, Defoe's called, though. Defoe's very... He, was it 16th season that he scored in? Yeah. He'll do well again this season. So just put the ball into Defoe, he'll score. I, yeah, I still, you know, I, he's one of these players I still imagine being about 25, 26. But of course, yes. he's not, is he? He's, um, he's far older than that. But, um, but yeah, he's doing all right for himself. But this is, yeah, David Moyes, I mean, he's in danger of becoming sort of some kind of Scottish Steve McLaren, isn't he? If he doesn't. Um, if That'd he, be it, great. Can you imagine both of them managing the same team? Like assistant and manager? Oh, God. It'd just be like Sideshow Bob walking into rakes all the while, wouldn't it? That'd be great. That's <laughs> it. Sunderland need to hire McLaren. They could uh, do like different accents. Well, I suppose at least you've got them all in one place. So if you don't want to pay any attention to Sunderland all season, then that's yeah, fine because you're not going to get just there. To... Yeah, exactly. Um, Avaro Negredo, he's a pretty canny signing, isn't he, for Middlesbrough? He's a good one. Um, he he was very good in the you know as he was a very good Premier League goal scorer when he was at City. I was very surprised when they let him go. So him coming back, he's got a point. He's one of those players that's got a point to prove, and he will prove it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for Middlesbrough in this one. I think so. I don't think Sunderland. Obviously, I don't think they've got enough about them to to really do anything. I think Middlesbrough have built a much more exciting looking team anyway, and that they're they're going for a bit more ambition than Sunderland. So seem to sort of we want to survive. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to go as far as say Middlesbrough would be the highest finishing um, uh, promoted team this season. Ooh, okay. I can't remember who the other one. Yeah, Burnley I, I can't. And who's the other one? Hull. Hull. Well, yeah. I suppose yeah, no, actually, it's, not a, it's not a massive leap in the dark to say that, is it? <laughs> no, actually, you know, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem quite as sagely as, um, as maybe the first thought in my head when I was talking about Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. Oh, wait a minute. No. Wow, Chris, he's the wise one. No, actually, <laughs> Hull and Burnley. <laughs> no, fair enough. No, I reckon, I, okay, I will say that Middlesbrough will finish top half. Top half? Okay, that's a bit more of a sort of presumptuous guess, that. Yeah, okay, I will say Middlesbrough will finish top half. I, d- I can't say I agree with you, but... Okay. Okay, well, we shall see. I'll make a, a gentleman's bet with you now. You make I will do. I will, I tell you what, the season. if they don't do the f- top half, I will present the first Man of the Post podcast the next season in my underwear. 
that's that's the way you want to do it. And then yeah, obviously just no one can prove anything either. Well, you exactly. Just do what they do just post some pictures of oh, some underwear and then wait a minute, that's not what he's actually wearing. He's wearing shorts. Well, but, okay. One way to think about it, he said he's going to present the first match of the day of the season in his pants, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was wearing just a pair of boxers. So does that mean he presents all the other match of the day's commando? Maybe. Because he could have just turned up wearing a normal suit, couldn't he? Presumably he's he could have actually, Yeah, he could have just gone, well, look, I'm not wearing anything underneath. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't have to show it. Well, exactly. So he either... I mean, it's such a special event that normally he doesn't wear boxer shorts. Or any kind of underwear. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. Have a look at how he's sitting on Saturday night. But that's going to be the one, isn't it? If he's sitting a bit awkwardly... Yeah, scratching his ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Uh, right, well, that's um, all the Premier League fixtures rounded up for um, for this week. Have you got anything else you want to mention or talk about? Uh, not that I know of. No, I don't think... It's, it, it's been one of those very strange weeks in the Premier League and in football in general where it's just been business as usual. It's nice it's back, though, isn't it? Oh, certainly. And it's, it's going to be very exciting, you know last couple of days of the window as well I don't think there'll be any shocks but I think there will be business being done Yeah, do you know what? it's a little bit grotesque in some ways because should it be so exciting about so much money changing hands I don't know um, my favourite weekend is FA Cup third round weekend but a lot of people's is transfer windows isn't it transfer windows I think the, the, the excitement on transfer windows has died a little bit since Harry Redknapp's not in the Premier League and the dildos because, have disappeared well <laughs> that but, you know, Harry Redknapp pulling up in his car outside the ground, going, well, we're looking at Cranjar and Defoe, because that was the same every window. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's a big part of history that's no longer there. It's gone. It's taken away forever. Oh, that's it. And then you just got Jim White on his phones on Sky Sports. Yeah. T- pretending to take a phone call. Oh. On that sad note, we should leave it here for this week. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ryan. If they want to follow you, how do they uh, do that? Uh, my Twitter handle is at the Ryan Goodman. At the Ryan Goodman. Okay. Um, if you want to follow me, I am at C Armband. Uh, Twitter account for Man of the Post is at Man of the Post. Man of the Post dot com is the website. Uh, at Man of the Post is the Instagram account. When we will start taking some photos again, hopefully soon. Um, Ross and the guys will be back on Sunday to review what we've just previewed. You can download and subscribe from Acast or on iTunes. Um, if you do want to leave a, leave a review. Uh, we appreciate any feedback and any review whatsoever that's fantastic of you um, if you want to write for us as well you can drop us an email chris at manonthepost.com if you want to submit an article to the website um, if you subscribe of course they download straight the way into your phone without you even having to do anything even even if you've got one of those old android phones they come straight the way don't they yeah have you got an android I have got an android have you yeah. oh god really yeah we I can't... had a windows phone and I couldn't get the app I can get Acast, but now I can. We can't be friends. Okay, well, that's that's that's, that's an even better end to the episode, I think. <laughs> right, well, as the EastEnders theme tune comes on and we fold our arms and look away from each other, uh, thank you ever so much, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No worries. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Bloody Android. I know, honestly. I thought better of you. I'm not an Apple fan, I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't understand people. Do you know what? I had an iPhone for two years, and at the end of it, I thought, I fancied a change, got a Samsung, and I hated it from the moment I took it out of the box. Oh, well, that's not good, is it? No, now I'm back on Apple. and I'm, I feel like a man that's left his wife for a younger model and has come crawling back. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a mistake. <laughs> exactly. I was tempted away by the bright lights and the fact you can put it in a bowl and it doesn't stop working.